Thank you so much for listening today. I hope this time has given you hope and encouragement about how amazing you are or helped you understand someone you know or work with or love. If you're curious about your top five strengths, you can take the assessment at cliftonstrengths.com. If this episode's been helpful to you, please leave a review, share the podcast with a friend, or subscribe to Embrace Your Strengths podcast. You can find more information at Barbara Colwell. Hi there. Welcome to Embrace Your Strengths. I am so excited for you today. I sure look forward to our next time together. Take care. A friend that works with Core Clarity, Mandy Snell. Welcome, Mandy. Hi, Barbara. Thanks for having me. Oh, I'm really excited. Mandy has worked with Core Clarity for nine years, and I know that she has so much wisdom and insight and could talk about each person's strength from the back of her hand. And anyway, could you take a few minutes and introduce yourself, like who you are, where you live, and what you do? Sure. I'd be happy to. Well, um, who I am... Um, I'll do the short version. So I actually am a farm girl, was raised on a farm as a kid um, and lived in central Illinois and uh, made my way out to Arizona after college and really fell in love with the mountains and nature and and all the beauty that's out here. Um, and when I was out here, I, I actually was working in tourism. So I worked as a meeting planner for, for a big chunk of my career. And then I discovered Core Clarity. So um, I now live in Mesa, Arizona, and I work for Core Clarity. I am called the engagement champion there and uh, love what I do uh, within Core Clarity. Well, it's so fun to um, just get a, even just that little backstory. I know I've seen you a lot on different calls that we've had, and I just appreciate so much just your wisdom and your enthusiasm as you come alongside me and other people like me that are facilitators with Core Clarity. But um, I think it, I really am excited just to kind of talk with you and just learn a more about your journey and about how your strengths are showing up in your life. Can you tell me what your top five Clifton strengths are? Yes. Yes. So maximizer number one, um, then empathy, connectedness, developer, and positivity. Okay. Yeah. So what kind of, what was your journey as you, like, like you mentioned, you discovered core clarity and like, what was that about? And then how did you get to be working with core clarity? Yeah. So um, I was working for a nonprofit and uh, they actually had Core Clarity come in to do a workshop with the staff. So I got to experience this on the participants side first. And I was super interested as we were going through that workshop. And I kept thinking, wow, you know, I I love this. I love being able to to kind of figure out how people work. And I was fascinated by it all. And I feel like I was probably the one raising my hand, asking questions as Gary and Candace were, were presenting. But um, I did like my job as a meeting planner, but there was always a piece missing. Um, there was sort of a heart piece missing for me. Um, and I knew that. I just, I just wasn't sure what that meant exactly. Like what why was I not connecting kind of from a heart space? And I think um, when I went through that core clarity workshop, what it 
revealed to me was really, you know, wow, I am a passionado and I have to feel passionate about the work that I'm doing and it has to feel purposeful. And although I was good at meeting planning, there wasn't a lot of purpose behind it that connect with connected with me personally. And so uh, after we went through that workshop, I stayed in touch with Candace and Gary. And um, I was just like, hey, you know, I'm really interested in this and I'd like to learn more. And it just so happened that they ended up having a, a part-time position open. And I I was able to kind of start to work with them and get to know them better and also get to know myself better. And that was kind of the beginning journey that I, I had to start working with Core Clarity. And then over time, I was able to come on full time with staff. And my position there has evolved over time. And uh, especially even in the last two years since COVID, uh, it's been a real, it's been an, an, an awesome journey. And I've learned so much about myself just working there and, and from other people, different facilitators within the community. Wow. Well, that's exciting just to kind of see just how understanding what your strengths are kind of like helped you pivot in what you're doing. That's so great. Yeah, it was. It was. It was one of those things where it was like the missing piece of the puzzle where all of a sudden, once I went through that workshop, I had a, a language to articulate what I was missing from my previous jobs. And that really helped me start to piece together what I do love to do because with passionados, you know, you really need to be doing the, the the work that you love and that you're passionate about. But when you don't know what that is, you got to start at square one and start to identify that. And so that began with this language, this strengths language and talent language. And, and so I'm so grateful for that coming into my life. Yeah. Well, I know um, we talked a, a little bit briefly before we started of just how, um, kind of even for me thinking like, what, what does drive me about this and wanting to help other people understand their strengths? But like what you just said, I think so often, so many of us people can be in a place of like, oh, I'm not sure about this job or what really should I do with my life? And just that this can be such a illuminating time for someone to, to get like, oh, that's no wonder I love doing something else or I'm not, I need more of this or that. Well, yeah. what in particular, like with your strengths, maximizer, empathy, connectedness, developer, positivity, like what were some of those takeaways that you got as you first started getting your strengths? And even now, as you're working in your role with Core Clarity, mm-hmm. what does it look like? Yeah. So <laughs> It was, it's been a journey. I, I think for me, um, there was some real validation there where when I started to learn my, what my talents were, I was like, oh my gosh, you know, no wonder I was like this in high school or no wonder I had the friendships that I did, or it's no wonder that people came to me for this. And it was like, oh my gosh, that's who I am. That's who I've always been. And so that was really validating because it was like, this isn't just who I am right now. This is literally who I have always been. And so that was exciting. Um, Then I took a look at some of the things that have caused me some angst in my life. Um, That maximizer, you know, the the perfectionism. Um, I had was raised in such a supportive family. Um, I have a, a sister, older sister, 
two wonderful parents. Um, and they always were encouraging me um, and, and, you know, uh, encouraging me to be who I am. And so I, the pressure that I was putting on myself was about that maximizer piece. It was my own need for perfection or my own need to do more and do it better. And so I think over time, I have really learned how to use that to my advantage versus using it to beat myself up. Um, and that's been a, a process. That has definitely been a process. Um, I've also learned that, you know, um, I, I'm passionate about this work because I feel like had I known it earlier on, I would have maybe been more intentional about my decision making. Um, not to say that I wouldn't have made mistakes along the way, but for me, this was such an aha in as to why I have gone down some of the roads I've gone down. Um, I'll use an example for you. Um, my talent of developer, um, you know, at Core Clarity, we have what's called cautionary statement, which is, you know, these are how th th this talent might trip you up, you know, how how it might not keep you in a healthy space. And and for developer, not you know, not everybody wants to be developed. And it's really hard for developers to walk away from helping people be, um, you know, realize their potential and help them get to the next step. It feels painful to walk away from folks like that. But some folks don't want to grow. And so I think for me in my life, I have probably stayed too long, right, in trying to help someone grow and they didn't have any interest in growing. And so that's just a little example of how I, I feel passionate about this work because I think sometimes we get stuck um, maybe hammering something that we need to really walk away from. And that's part of being mature in your talents is knowing both sides of, of your talent. You know, how does it how does it energize me? But then how can it also hold me back in ways or get me in trouble in ways? Mm. Wow. Yeah, that's that's so good. Well, the the title of this podcast, as you know, is Embrace Your Strengths. And um, I think that's kind of just the point of what I love to capture as I talk with different people like what does it look like to embrace your strengths? And I think one of them is first knowing them, like you're saying, some people don't even know what that is, but what has that journey looked like for you? Has that been hard or easy or um, are you enjoying your strengths or yeah, tell us, tell me about that. Yeah, I think, you know, it, it has been at moments, um, it is a journey. And I, I think that it's, it's exciting when you start to really have an awareness around how you can lean in and keep, keep your talents working for you versus against you. Right. And so that is just, it's all about the maturity of, of that. And I think COVID was an awesome opportunity for us to really see um, a different side of our talents because it was in an environment that was just so different than what we were used to. You know, we were all on lockdown. Um, we couldn't go anywhere. 
you know, we couldn't hug our loved ones. Um, for me, none of my family lives here. And so it was all long distance. And um, in some ways that was normal, but then even not being able to fly to see them, you know, things that every person pretty much experienced as COVID was happening. But what I do think it did was it revealed a different side of our talents to us. Um, and for me, that really helped me understand my empathy. You know, things were so heavy in during that COVID season. And it really helped me understand, wow, I have got to protect myself. And how do I do that? Well, you know, turning off the news. I know we share this talent in common. And so I, I'm sure, Barbara, that you can relate to some of what I'm going to say. But but having constant bad news and um, heavy news it, it, in your life can really take a toll on you. And so being able to realize, okay, I, I'm going to have to pull back. I want to be aware of what's going on, but maybe I need to do that in smaller increments and maybe I need to read it versus watch it or have the news on all the time. You know, so that was a great, for, for me, that was a way for me to really understand my empathy. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, and so that's that's one of one of my talents that I think has been um, one of the ones that I've probably developed the most over the last couple of years, which is kind of exciting. But I think I just in general have such a better um, understanding of how to keep those talents um, working for me and being able to talk to people about them. How does your talent show up? You know, um, even with the, the two of us sharing some talents, um, you know, well, what does that look like for you? Oh, well, it looks like that for, you know, looks like this for me. And so you kind of start to understand the breadth of, of the talents and how much, you know, how many different ways they can show up for different people. And that also helps us grow in understanding um, ourselves really is like, oh, wow, that's interesting. I wonder if, if um, because of my combination of talents, I wonder if that's why um, this shows up differently for me. So for me, this is a constant journey, but I like the learning part of it. I like having ahas about it. And I am never closing the door to learning more about myself and those talents, because I think that you can always learn more about them. Um, being put in different situations like COVID helps us, you know, grow our talents um, and then throwing ourselves back out there once, you know, COVID, the world kind of started waking back up. Um, but now we're not the same, you know, nothing is the same. And so what does that look like? What you know, how are we operating differently now? Um, so yeah, it's a journey. It's a lifelong journey in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, I love like what you said about getting new glimpses during just like you said, the season of COVID or other things that we go through. And I, I know we've probably all heard the phrase, but being comfortable in your own skin, I just heard it again recently. And I think, yeah, that's what, that's really what I'm what I'm after and what I hope to help other people experience that because I know some, a few of my strengths that my adaptability and maybe empathy sometimes um, maybe I didn't see the good side of them as much. And I think mm -hmm. understanding them more has helped me to embrace those strengths or different ones too. But I think, um, yeah, is there anything else? And they're like, we ha like you mentioned, we have maximizer, empathy, and connectedness similar, but 
um, I think, yeah, it'd be fun just to sit down and talk and it's like, oh, what does it really look like? But yeah, I, I love your point about the gift of the talent. And that's something that we talk about a lot in our work is, you know, um, sometimes we get stuck on on the parts that that trip us up on these talents and we forget to look at the gift of the talent, maybe because it just comes so naturally to us that we're like this maximizer, especially is we're like hard on ourselves. Oh, well, I've got to have it this way for it to be um, the best it can be or whatever. And um, I think it's so good to just realize there's a gift of, of every talent. And that's what we're really looking to lean into. Yes, we need to be aware of how it might um, not work for us, but but it's the gift of the talent that we really want to focus on and we want to lean into developing more, you know, growing those talents into strengths. So I know with Maximizer, you know, this one is such an interesting talent. You can you can tell me if, if this relates to you, but you know, there's an internal component of this talent and there's an external component. I think a lot of times people with maximizers have have this internal some people would call it perfectionism, but it's just, you know, refinement of, you know, even just for me, it's more about like meaningful moments. And I will get obsessed over creating meaningful moments for my kids. And my oh, kids yeah. are like, oh my gosh, mom, okay, you know, can't we just have a, a just a normal time? Like, why do we have to have a learning moment? Or why do we have to talk about it? Like, can't we just, can't we just be, you know, and those are good reminders. You know, kids are great reminders. They, they, they kind of help us see that, oh, maybe I'm coming off too strong here, but I sometimes <laughs> can squeeze it to death, right? And You're that's preaching the to the choir here. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So that maximizer, it's it is a beautiful talent because in in that quest for greatness and in excellence, we also are able to um, help others reach further as well. And and that that's a part of the that's the beauty of the talent, right? Is is to get others to to realize their best selves. Um, but in the meantime, we have to we have to realize that potentially not everybody's willing to to go there with us all the time. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, our family's about to go on vacation and I already have a lot of um, maximizer kind of ideas for the time. I won't reveal all those right now, but um, yes, I mean, especially in the picture taking, you know, I want to capture the moments and remind everyone of what how special all our moments were. <laughs> They don't always Absolutely. agree. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, yes. This is one of the, I do think though that connectedness, and I'm not sure if you feel this way, but I do think that sometimes my connectedness helps soften my maximizer a little bit. I'm able to say like, you know, you know, whatever happens, you know, it's in, in, in bring this into the fold. I'm a little bit more flexible in that way. So I do feel that my maximizer kind of naturally maybe isn't quite as hard edged as it could be without that connectedness. And that's, you know, this is why this work is so interesting because we get to kind of play around with, well, my combination of talents then affects, you know, maximizer in, in this way. And so as you become more familiar with your talents and you're growing them, you start to really realize 
how they affect each other uh, in your everyday life. And so I'm grateful for that connectedness and that it keeps my, my maximizer um, a little bit softer edged. Um, not always, but, but sometimes. Yeah. Well, and like we both know, they say that maximizer and focus intensify any other talent that someone has. So for both of us, every one of our other talents are intensified because of yeah. our maximizer. Yeah. So. Which talent of yours do you think your maximizer intensifies most? Would you um, be able to answer that? I don't know. I feel like all of them really. Maybe empathy and sometimes connectedness because I do really have long streams of things that are connected that I talk about and it seems so random to people. But mm -hmm. I just have this like thread of things that all relate to this topic. And that, right. that seems a little more minor, but I know I do that every day. Yeah. And that's a lot of probably going on in your head as well. You know, it's maybe not always vocalized, but yeah. potentially going on in your head. I, I would agree with you that I, my maximizer, I think the one, one thing it, it probably intensifies more than any is the empathy. And so I have to be very careful about that because, well, not everybody is, is willing to talk about their feelings at length or at depth. Um, that I am. And so uh, I have to be aware of that. Yeah, that's good. Well, I know like um, during the workshops, one of the, the things that I think is one of the most beneficial exercises is the reveal your best self to help people think about what each of their talents looks like for them and kind of tying it together. Like when someone's at their very best with all of their top five talents, like a few sentences or what, what would you say that is for you as when you're at your best with all of your top five talents? So I love this exercise. It's one of my very, very favorites that we use. I came up with a statement a while ago, and it's really more from a team standpoint versus an individual standpoint. But my statement is I spark energy and elevate organizational alignment what that means is, you know, as a passionado, I don't have any energized talents, but I am really energized by making sure a team is aligned um, and marching in the, in, in the same direction. Um, because that to me, especially with a company like Core Clarity, their purpose is so important for the world to hear about and experience. And so, I do spark energy. It's I get my energy from 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 aligning a team um, to to be purposeful. And so for me, that's that's my statement. I I how I do that would be really through my empathy and my developer. Um, and and to expand on that, really is I I kind of go about it in making sure that everyone feels. Um, has an opportunity to share how they feel and in the moment. And then we work with that. Everybody's going through their own journey every day. You know, sometimes that's a tough journey. Sometimes you're taking care of your parents. Sometimes you're taking care of your kids. Sometimes you're moving, you're going through a big change, you know, checking in with people on where they're at and, you know, how they're doing is something that I feel is so important because we can't be firing on all cylinders every single moment of every single day. It's just not realistic. 
And so being able to kind of get the pulse of the organization and the team, the players on the team allows us to be aware of, hey, this team player is not going to be at 100% right now. And so what do we have to do to adjust and move forward and still make progress? And so I really use my empathy in that way to, to help the team move forward. Um, and then also just making sure that people are doing what they want to do. You know, <laughs> using my developer to, you know, really have those conversations around, well, what, where do you want to be going? Let's just not assume that, you know, where that everybody knows. Let's, let's actually talk about it and, and let's make ourselves some, some, uh, some, some good milestones to work towards. And I think that just helps. It helps everybody feel like we're marching in the same direction. Wow. That's, that's so good. I'll sign up. I'll go to your workshop. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, you know, when you work for a company like Core Clarity, they make it easy because this is what they believe. And they also want, they want their, they want their organization to operate like, like how we, would go in and, and teach people the opportunities for how they can operate, you know, how they can build a strong team. We try to do that on our own. Now it's not always easy and we're not always successful, but we're trying, we're trying to use our own strategies and our own, you know, materials to, to, um, in our, in our own organization, if that makes sense. Yeah, that's great. Well, what do you, do you have any particular stories of, um, kind of aha moments that you've seen with um, folks in the workshops that as they understood a little bit more of that, their talents, kind of what that would, what that was. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love this question because, you know, one of the things, one of the beautiful things about getting to coach is that you get to, you get to have some pretty vulnerable moments with people. And sometimes that is in a, in a work setting as well, a workshop setting as well in a, with a group. Um, I think that the moments that stand out the most to me, um, maybe it's not one particular example, but I've seen it time and time again. Um, folks that have some of the softer side talents, um, empathy being one, harmony being one, especially when there's an empathy harmony, harmony combination in one person. Um, I tend to feel like there's this moment where they realize I'm not just a mama bear here at the organization. I, I have a purpose. These talents serve a purpose. They're useful in the workplace. I mean, empathy, I can speak to that because I have it, but I, you know, we've, it's gotten so much attention since COVID because we need that talent right now more than ever. Uh, people are hurting. They've gone through traumatic experiences and it's gotten, you know, that word, especially the empathy word has gotten a a lot of traction over the last couple of years. And people are starting to realize this is a real asset for people who with empathy to be on our team so that they can kind of, you know, have the pulse of the team and and know where people are at in this journey of healing as they come back to work um, after COVID. But that combination of empathy and harmony is such a tender combination. And it's, it's beautiful to see that the t- a lot of times teams will, will rally around folks who maybe have tears, you know, in, during the workshop and say, you're so much more than what you're giving yourself credit for. And then being able to realize like, wow, people really appreciate this about me. 
um, is, is so powerful. And it's really powerful in a team setting because it's such a vulnerable moment. And uh, people come away from that feeling changed and appreciated and purposeful and all those things. So I would say that one is one of my favorites. The other one that I see, Barbara, all the time is this these aha moments around strategic. You know, strategic needing to see that endpoint and, um, you know, that 30,000 foot view. I think there's so many ahas around why they get frustrated with people who do not see that. You know, maybe, you know, people who are a little bit more down in the weeds and they're like, oh my gosh, it's no wonder I get so frustrated when I have to stop and slow down and explain my strategy or how I see things. And uh, so that's a big one too. I always, it usually brings some chuckles actually, because it's like, oh, wow. Oh, this is so me. You know, I really get frustrated, but they start to understand where that frustration is coming from. And it, and I think that is, is helpful to them because they can kind of laugh at themselves a little bit and say, okay, well, this is why. Yeah. Yeah. I think like, like we both said, it's like when we're living in our own skin with our different strengths, we just think everyone else is like us. But I've, I've seen that too with strategic with people. One of my first experiences was with a homeschool mom and she was like, oh yeah, they don't get all the things that I see. And it was <laughs> a huge aha moment for her. Yeah. But um, I know like in the, the summertime as a mom, I know you're um, a working mom, you have children at home too, but how have you seen your um, talents, your strengths show up or serve you well as a mom? Mm. Yeah, you know, um, it's a great question. I, I love being a mom and I think I have talents that help me be a, a, a good mom in helping my children um, kind of be proud of how they are, even though my kids are very different from each other. Um, how, how is it that the same parents can produce such different children? I mean, I guess it's a <laughs> testament to the fact that we all see things <laughs> in different ways. But um, my kids are now 13 and 15 years old, and they couldn't be more opposite in the way that they go about life. Um, you know, I've got one who is extremely hard to motivate and one who is extremely self-motivated. Uh, and so the one that's hard, hard to motivate, you know, it's, I really have to use my own de developer talent to figure out what, how do I get to her? How do I, um, how do I help her find success? And it's not always easy. You have to be really creative a lot of times because there's, she's not self-motivated. With the other child, she's overly self-motivated. She's going so fast, you know, and so then it becomes more of like, how do I help her understand more of the relationship side of things and 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 that kind of thing. So I feel like with my talents, I am um, equipped to help them see probably the different perspectives of of people. Maybe because I work at Core Clarity too, right? But. Um, I also want to encourage them to be able to love who they are and not just try to be who the school or let's just go organizations 
um, a lot of times they reward. They reward certain outcomes, let's say productivity, for instance, um, or great grades. You know, I want my kids to be who they are and I want them to have success, but I also don't, I want them to encourage themselves to find what that is inside of them versus just, you know, being a good student, listen, you know, that kind of thing. So that's a, that's what I really am striving for all the time as a mom is for, to help them articulate that. Um, and we're getting there. I mean, as they're getting older, this is, this is, we've got a lot of practice. The one that's in high school, you know, the way that this shows up is, okay, you go tell your teacher how you learn, how you best learn. Um, It's not like a lot of the kids. And, but if the teachers know in advance, they see you're trying to build a relationship with them. They know that you're working on this. They know that you know yourself well, and that's half the battle is being able to, to articulate it. So we work a lot on that. How, what brings them energy, what, and, and how they work best and putting that into words. Mm, that's great. Wow. Being a mom is a lot of, a lot of learning every day, isn't it? <laughs> but I love hearing how you're applying just your talents and your wisdom to your children. Um, yeah. Do you, have you had any particular moments you think, wow, I was made for this kind of mom moment? Maybe that's a tough question, but. You know, it is and it isn't. I think in the teenage years, what we're getting into right now is, is who do I want to be? And, you know, it's really easy in the teenage years to be who everybody else is and what's cool. And so, you know, we've had some opportunities through different situations that have happened with friendships and, and groups of friends to really talk through that, you know, who, how, what's your design? Okay. So maybe you're the kind of person who needs one good friend, or maybe you're the kind of person who needs a lot of friends. So understanding that you may be one way, but your friends may be a different way. And so helping them see that, Hey, okay, neither way is wrong, but you do have to recognize that this might be why this is harder for them or harder for you. And, um, helping them walk through that, I think. And and that really is a, just a testament of what I've learned at Core Clarity more than anything is, um, you know, it's not wrong. It's just that we have to be patient. We have to step back. We have to really be intentional about seeing other people's viewpoints and their perspectives. And I, I try to help my kids see that. And especially because, you know, teenage years, tend to be selfish years, right? They are thinking about themselves. They're kind of the center of the world. And, and so being able to help them step back and say, okay, there's other perspectives here. And this might be why this was a hard situation. And they've, they've gotten through it. So I don't know, I don't know if I was made for those moments, but certainly learning or being able to take what I've learned through core clarity has been helpful. Mm. Oh, that's great. Well, um, kind of starting to wrap it up, do you have any particular advice for any of our listeners who might have any of your talents or live or work with somebody who has any of yours? I know we've kind of hit on little bits and pieces of some of them, but is there any other particular nugget you just love to impart? Mm. 
Love that. Well, gosh, I feel like there's one for each of the talents, but yeah, I, I, I think for, for maximizer, especially this is my number one talent. I would just say, you know, fight the urge to compare yourself. Um, really start to internalize what it is that you think is excellence. You know, what is important to you within, within that talent? Um, and then go from there. But the comparing piece is what will start to, you know, eat at you. And, and I think it needs to come from inside of you. You need to identify what it is that you think is your excellence or, you know, um, your own mark. Fight the urge to compare. Um, and I think for, for some of the others, you know, I just, I really have benefited from um, other people helping me understand the talents and even my own, how they show up in me. So, you know, just getting with people and asking them, how do I show up to you? You know, we don't have to know it all for ourselves. We don't have to figure this all out for ourselves. Just remember that what they say is, is going to also be a reflection of their own talents. And they're going to say it in a way that reflects their talents. But, you know, reaching out and getting, you know, other people's input is, to me, um, something that's important. It can help us understand ourselves so much better. Um, and don't be afraid to ask for feedback in, in that way. Um, and that'll help us help you on your journey and help you grow. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. Um, I know just a sidebar. I know when after we talked on the phone recently, I thought, oh, I love her positivity. And I mean, you haven't really hit on that, but I think it's it's just it just permeates you and the way you relate to people. And I've been noticing positivity in a lot of different people lately, and I appreciate that in you. So, oh, um, thank you. Yeah, I mean, it's just. Um, kind of for you, like that you don't even notice it, but I appreciate just the enthusiasm oh. that you bring to just conversations and Zoom calls and all the things that um, different ways I've experienced you. So Thank you. along with the other ones too, but that one in particular. Well, it's well, easy when you're, you're surrounded by, you know, facilitators who are awesome and, you know, who love this work, you know, it's not hard to, to be, to be, um, you know, positive and, and around an environment that you absolutely love being in, you know? So it means that I'm in the, in the right field and in, in the right place right now. And, um, but I appreciate that feedback. That's very sweet of you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one last question I have for you is what has brought you joy lately or put a smile on your face? Well, I, I think this is an easy one. Um, you know, you were, t we were talking a little bit before we hopped on here to record and you had said, you know, I just, I really just want to continue to, to keep working at this and, um, really helping people understand, you know, how they're designed and, um, what they're here to do. And I just, I love it when people's passion shines through and it, and it is there to help the rest of the world, you know, be their best self. And, um, I just love what you're doing, Barbara. It does bring a smile to my face. You're just keeping after it. You just keep doing it. You keep trying new things and um, with this. And I, I think it's important. And you're you're a great leader and a great example of what we should all be doing. If you find an area where you love doing something, 
try to do more of that. And that's exactly what you're doing. And that makes me really happy. Oh, that's so encouraging. Thank you so much, Mandy. Oh, well, I do. I do love this. And yeah, it's, it's fun, I think, to, to just come alongside you and other people that really get it. But I, I do think there's so much, so much to offer and just such an easy package for people to understand how wonderful they are. And I, every conversation I have ends up in talking about someone's talents in one way or the other, or like, you don't know, let me help you. (laughs) So, um, so, well, thank you so much for taking time and for all the um, great insights that you've shared. And I um, just am thankful for this conversation. So thanks so much, Mandy. Thank you for having me, Barbara. I really appreciate you having me on. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. Hey there, welcome to Embrace Your Strengths podcast. You're going to hear inspiring stories of men and women who are embracing their top five Clifton strengths in all kinds of ways. You'll be encouraged to understand more about what's so great about you. Learn how knowing, developing, living more moments using your strengths can bring you joy and purpose in your life. I'm your host, Barbara Colwell.